you will leave feeling like a better American. You will leave feeling a message of hope full of inspiration. So don't you ever tell me that you can't make a difference because you can't. When you build an organization that's funded with grassroots warrior, when you put financial skin in the game, your commitment to this, we are able to do magical things. Because we're competing with the establishment, we're competing with these self-funders, and they're going to be showing a lot of money, but I'll take your boots on the ground any day of the week. Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Happy Saturday. Happy Mother's Day weekend to all the moms out there. I hope you all enjoy your wonderful day. But let's talk a little bit about taxes and spending this morning because we have a lot going on. We have our meet and greet here coming up in two hours in uh, Wyoming, Michigan from 11 to 1 p.m. at Spectrum Entertainment Complex. So make sure that if you are in the area or if you want to come get your cup of freedom refilled, um, make sure you come on out and each one bring many, right? So the people in our movement, make sure you bring in new people so we can continue to expand our movement so we can reach more and you will leave today feeling like a better American, um, feeling just inspired and hope. And that's what we like to bring to the game. But I get a lot of these questions on the road. And so I always like to talk about them on the live to update you guys with, you know, spending and wondering where all this money is going to go. Are you going to support this? Are you going to cut this? And bottom line, you got to look at this place like a business. So I have to give you a little history lesson because we had a deficit before the COVID relief money come in, came in, excuse me. And with Governor Whitmer spending Biden's credit card right now, my question is, is what are we going to do when that bill becomes due? Um, folks, look, there was a mass exodus of people leaving the state even before COVID. Um, businesses and jobs and families were leaving the state. And then we had this governor unilaterally control over all of us, which made even more people leave our beloved state, families and businesses and losing jobs. And you have to remember that's tax revenue. So if we have thousands upon thousands of people leaving this um, state, and we've had over what, 6,000 restaurants closed permanently, um, and hundreds, if not thousands of other businesses that have basically packed up their bags and are leaving the state for the freedom states of Florida, Texas, Tennessee, and South Dakota, then that's tax revenue. And so we have raised our budget over the last several years under a Republican controlled legislature, mind you, by I think 33 to 36%. So what's going to happen when we need that money? Well, the Democrats are going to tax all of us. Um, and we're going to look like New York and California overnight. So we have to have some foresight with this equation. Um, Ronald Reagan said it best. You know, it's very easy for government to get into our lives. It's very hard to get them out. And so we need the right leader, statesman, to make sure that we're limiting government. And that's what we must do is we have to get rid of government in our everyday lives, in our businesses, in our homes, in our schools. And I want to put as much money back in your pockets as I can. And look, you guys know me. I come from very humble beginnings. I know what it's like to want. I know what it's like to need. And I know as a business owner how hard it is um, to not only pay the high taxes of our businesses, but salaries and health care. Um, I live it, right? So we have to make sure that we get our spending under control because it's out of control. And I think I'm the only candidate talking about this right now. I'm not balancing the budget. 
We're going to get in there and we're going to cut the budget. And I need to elaborate on that. Of course, we're going to make sure that we're getting the money where it needs to be. Um, I had a mom ask me with a special needs um, child say, hey, does that mean you're going to cut funding to my kid? No, of course not. Um, that's common sense to me. I'm talking about the overspending um, that's happening right now just you know, with the universities, the indoctrination camps, as we call them, um, you know, a lot of this money they can raise with their alumni. They don't need taxpaying dollars. But look, we got to cut the budget. That's the one thing that we have to do. We have to get our fiscal house back in order. You know, Gretchen Whitmer refuses to do this. She she refuses to put money back into our pockets. Now, she's trying to buy votes right now. That's what she did with the car insurance stuff, with the $400 um, each person got. But uh, you got to remember, she's been riding with Biden on this issue and all these other issues. And she's going to be riding with Biden all the way to a recession, if not depression, that's on the horizon. Folks, it is. Um, so we made a comment. Garrett's talking about how how hard it's going to get and how bad Michigan's going to be. Hey, look, I'm I'm the half glass full guy. Trust me. However, it's my job to give you the truth. And you can't do what our federal government is doing right now and not have repercussions. A recession, if not depression, is coming. So we have to have not only the right leadership, but also the right foresight to get businesses back here. And that's why we need real now. I think we're all done with these career politicians, these silver spoon politicians and these elitists trying to control over all of us. And we have to attract those businesses back here, and which will attract jobs, which will attract families. And that's how the economy runs, folks. Look, we have to make sure that no governor can weaponize the health department, number one, um, and make sure that they can't restrict us or shut us down in the next cold and flu season. We need to cut regulations. We need to cut the business tax. We need to start investing into long-term energy-dense solutions because we lost those 11,000 jobs to Kentucky and Tennessee, the Ford plant, because energy is too gosh darn expensive. And we're all feeling that in our pocketbooks right now, not only with the inflation, the rising gas prices, the rising energy prices, and solar and wind can complement the grid, folks. But when we plug in our automobile fleet by 2030, 2050, you can't tell me that's going to power our grid. It's not. We need an all of the above approach with this. We need to make energy cheaper. Um, and that's going to help not only put more money back in your pocketbooks, but it's also going to attract businesses to come back here because they want to do business in Michigan. And when that happens, that's how we increase tax revenue. And when we get our fiscal house in order and we start increasing tax revenue from the business revolution that I am going to inspire in the state of Michigan, that's when we can start really looking at things and some long term things that we may be able to do. Like, hey, let's talk about the state income tax, you know, because, you know, you look at Florida, if you look at Texas, um, if you look at Tennessee, just for a few examples, that don't have any state income tax. Florida has tourism. Um, Texas has oil and Tennessee is business friendly. Um, it's cheap to do business there. So before we can even put that on the table, we need to have a common sense approach with this thing. And as your next governor, that's exactly what I'm going to bring to the table. Um, it's going to be wonderful here in the state of Michigan underneath the right leadership because we live in the most unbelievable state in the union, folks. We have it all. We, we, we can be leading in tourism. We have energy possibilities. Um, we just need to do a couple things with the right leadership. We're going to be able to do that. So I'm going to end with this today. little video that our media team did that really kind of brings home um, kind of what we're going to do. So sit back and enjoy. We're inheriting a hot mess. Don't get me wrong. I mean, everything seems like it's a dumpster fire in the state of Michigan right now, just with the school system, the economy, the culture, the division. But I get excited by what we can bring to the table. Right. And that's where we can be the powerhouse of the union again. Absolutely. I truly believe we can. 
if we can just get the right leadership in place again. We have to build the foundation before we can build the skyscraper, what we all know and believe that Michigan can be. That's right. And then once we can do that, we can start revisiting these things like, hey, maybe we get rid of state income tax because yep. Tennessee and Texas, right? And yep. Florida doesn't have it. Florida doesn't have it because of tourism. Texas right. doesn't have it because of oil. Tennessee, business friendly. Business, yep. That's what we have That's to do. We and look, do. we have tourism. Yep. We have gas. Yep. We have all these great things. If we can just get the business friendly, that's a trifecta. The trifecta. And it's true. And that's what we are going to bring to the table. So Wyoming, a couple hours, um, 11 to 1 p.m., Spectrum Entertainment Complex. And then on Monday, we have Cass County Meet and Greet in Casopolis, Michigan. And then, of course, next Thursday is our first gubernatorial debate in Livingston County. It's their linking day. Um, it's not going to be televised, unfortunately. E it's going to be, I think, they're going to upload it to their social media platform after the debate. But most of the candidates will be there. And then there is another debate a couple weeks later. And we just confirmed on May 28th, it's going to be the stand-up Michigan gubernatorial debate up in Traverse City. And that will be te televised, I think, on Channel 5, Channel 6 up there. Um, which will be good. And so not all the candidates are coming to that one. Um, I don't think Perry or Craig has confirmed, which is unfortunate. But uh, there's going to be several debates, folks. Um, I'm at least four, I would, I would imagine. And we're always going to go to the ones where the viable candidates are at. Okay. And viable means a couple things. Number one, you're on the ballot. Number two, your ability to fundraise and your ability to be polling um, over 10%, in my humble opinion, um, and a lot of the candidates right now are pulling underneath 4 and 3%, and that's that's on them. So we'll continue to hammer down and do what we do best as our movement. Um, we're polling great. There's going to be another poll, I guess, that's going to be coming out here shortly. We're still waiting on what the results are, but I think it's going to be good for our movement as we continue to hammer down and do what we do best, and, of course, fundraising. Again, I heard another candidate the other day say, you know, it's not all about fundraising. <laughs> that just shows, number one, their inexperience with leadership, because if you can't get people to donate to your vision of the state, how the heck are you going to govern the state? And number two, it shows their inability to have any foresight to beat Governor Whitmer. Governor Whitmer has a war chest of $14 million and growing right now. And we just saw that this Democrat PAC um, just bought TV for right after our primary for several months and spent $17 million. Now, that doesn't come out of Governor Whitmer's war chest, folks. That's just a Democrat pack, and they already bought commercials for right after the primary. And you can only imagine what $17 million um, is going to do with a narrative because we have learned over the past two years, if you tell a lie long enough, people start to believe it. So if you're not fundraising, you don't have a chance. Um, I don't care how great you think you are and how great your campaign is um, or how many meet and greets you do. Folks, if you can't get on the big tube, the media, you're dead in the water. And we have to be able to combat that narrative. And I'm proud to say um, we're approaching $2 million in fundraising. 96% of that comes from under the amount of $200. Imagine that. Almost $2 million we're at. Under $200 is 96% of that money. What does that tell you? Those are votes. That's our movement. And that's powerful. Now, there's other campaigns out there that have it raised, you know, 200 grand, 150 grand, and it's not going to cut it. And I'm proud to say, besides the self-funders and James Craig, who I don't even know if he's going to be on the ballot, um, we've out-fundraised every other candidate combined 
We did that. Our movement. Unbelievable. You all are. So let's continue to grow it. Get to Wyoming today. 11 a.m. And then we'll be in Consopolis, Michigan on May 9th on Monday, 6 to 8. And again, you can always go to gearformichigan.com. Sign up to get on the email list so we will alert you. And also you can go to gearformichigan.com slash events to find out where we're going to be. So have a great day. Wyoming, we're coming to your city. Have a phenomenal weekend. Happy Mother's Day again. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless the United States. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.